1: Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and
0: 1330 KNSS. Guest, be our guest, put our service to the test. Tie your napkin round your neck, sherry and we'll provide the rest. Soup
1: Dijon, Welcome back to the John Wittler Show on 98.7 and 1330 I KNSS, Wichita's number one delicious. talk. Sponsored by Wink Hartman make and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can, can think also think listen can nice to nice us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio, and make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook, and of course follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. It'll be our guest by Jonathan Young. It's a pretty uh, appropriate intro, frankly, for this next guest. So President Joe Biden said earlier this week that the world will experience food shortages as a result of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. And considering Russia and Ukraine jointly account for around 25% of world wheat exports and 16% of world corn exports, he may be right. But considering he's also blamed Putin for rising gas prices his own low approval numbers, and the fact that the McRib is no longer available. Can we really believe him? Joining us now to discuss all of this is Chef Andrew Gruel. He appeared as a judge on Food Network's Food Truck Face Off and is the founder, CEO, and executive chef of Slapfish, a seafood restaurant franchise based out of Huntington Beach, California. Chef, thank you for joining us this evening. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend.
0: Yeah, it's great to be back. And, you know, you kind of threw a sidewinder in there with the McRib talk.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I've looked at your restaurant and some of the stuff that you post on social media. I guarantee you, you have nothing so mundane as the McRib on your menu.
0: <laughs> and if I did it, I promise you it would be a real rib.
1: <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Chef, um, you know, President Biden on, on Thursday said there will be food shortages around the globe because of the invasion
0: of Ukraine. Is he right about that? There were food shortages around the globe a year ago when he took office. They only got exacerbated and they and, and a lot worse due to their, you know, inability to manage the supply chain, their overregulation of every single industry, which then ultimately threw a log jam at every single port in the United States and then pumping millions and millions of dollars into the economy has basically decreased the value of any of our dollars, making food prices go up even more. So, no, I would say that the food shortage already existed, has only gotten worse during his tenure. And, yes, does the uh, situation in Russia, Ukraine, add to this list? It certainly does, but it's not a result of it. What what the administration is trying to do right now is they're trying to you know, bundle up all of their issues leading up to this point in time and then lay them on the on the doorstep of Russia. And, you know, they're two totally separate issues. And there's some areas in which they overlap. But look, we are in big trouble when it comes to our food supply, mainly as a result of the fact that the United States has offshored all of our food production. That's what this comes down to.
1: Yeah, I remember the last time we had you on, and it, it's been almost a year or so, and you know, you talked about fry oil, you talked about stuff like that. According to the USDA, food prices are expected to rise 8.6% over last year, with poultry up six to seven percent, eggs up two and a half to three and a half percent, dairy up four to five percent, and fresh fruit up five to six percent. All of that isn't Putin's fault. I mean, Russia and Ukraine don't produce the bulk of the world's poultry. Uh, So it just seems like once again, this is just Joe Biden trying to dodge responsibility for his own bad decisions.
0: It's I mean it's propaganda and it's purest form. Uh, We rely on so many other countries for the food that we put on our plates. And now, why do we rely on those countries? Because we have overregulated our own industries and we poisoned it with subsidies and government control and manipulation of the markets. So as a result of that, we ship so many of our goods in from other countries where they actually have horrible labor practices. They treat their labor awful. And we then support that by buying the goods from those countries. Let's use seafood as an example. The largest trade deficit behind oil and automobiles is seafood, and we actually have the opportunity our own oceans to farm some of the most well-managed, sustainable, even well-regulated seafood. But we don't, we don't even have a framework for an open ocean aquaculture policy. Instead we buy it from countries that don't regulate their oceans that don't regulate the industries. And we import it all because it's cheap, but it's full of chemicals. It's only 2% of the uh, products that come through are inspected by the FDA. So 98% slip through the cracks. And then We cry when we can't get the goods because it's coming from overseas and we have absolutely nothing here to show for it.
1: You know, he's he's blamed Putin for the rise in gas prices. Obviously, he's blaming Putin for everything else. But, chef, I remember when we talked the last time you were uh, still talking about supply chain issues, having a hard time getting product for your restaurants Uh, And I I know at the time, the issues were the pandemic, not Putin. Have you seen it get any better on the supply chain issues regarding restaurants and food product?
0: Nope, it's never gotten better. It's only gotten worse. It's only going to get worse. The prices are going to go way up and restaurants are going to get hit. But we're also going to get hit in our households. We're going to get hit at the dinner table because restaurants see it first and food service and wholesale sees it first. And then it just distills immediately down into retail and then hits the consumer. The other piece of this is if you, you know, go back six to eight months, remember people were posting pictures of scarce food shelves in grocery stores, empty beef sections. And everyone was saying, oh, those are cherry picked photos. Those are old photos. You're just using this to try and shine a bad light on the current administration well now here you've got the president himself admitting yes we are going to have major food shortages so all you've got to do is connect the dots and see that this doesn't have as much to do as today as it does, did yesterday right like this has just been building and building and building and now we have a flashpoint
1: we're talking with chef andrew gruel uh, Sh- chef you tweeted something earlier this week I absolutely loved it, by the way. And if folks want to follow you on Twitter, it's Chef Gruel, G R U um, E L. You tweeted that if the government's answer to everything is spend more money, why even have a government? Just have one huge ATM. Every single solution is to spend. And that really does seem to be their answer to everything. And it just exasperates. It it makes the problem worse if all they're going to do is spend more taxpayer dollars. That just drives up inflation.
0: Of course. And the funny thing is there was actually a a, clearly a memo of talking points that went around a couple weeks ago where they were saying that monetary policy, modern monetary policy, is such that by spending this money, it's actually – going to work against inflation. It's going to help yeah. inflation. I don't know if you recall that. Yeah, oh, right? yeah, I saw and that. And so my, my response to that is, my response to that is, oh, well, if that's the case, if spending money actually prevents inflation, well, then why don't we just get rid of all taxes and then just spend our way through it? Right. Get rid of all the taxes, completely wipe every single tax that's out there, because therefore you can just spend the money instead. And we keep the dollars in our pockets, right? Well, that would work according to their plan, wouldn't it?
1: Well, and it seems like we're just at a tipping point with our economy because once your debt reaches a certain point of GDP, you know, 110, 120-point percent of GDP as a nation, you really hit serious fiscal trouble. I mean, look at Italy and Greece I mean, you run a business, chef, you know, it's not sustainable to be operating that much fiscally in the red, whether you're a business or a government.
0: Yeah, I mean, the weight of the weight of debt uh, in and of itself is suffocating in any business. Obviously, you know, the government is a a little bit immune to it, but they're running a legal Ponzi scheme. That's what they're doing. And, you know, it's funny. I don't know if you listened uh, the other day when Biden talked about releasing the oil reserves. And, uh, you know, and I think it was Thursday, he said that uh, what they're going to do now is they're going to use the funds from releasing these oil reserves to then buy more oil to replace those reserves (laughs) when the price drops. If that doesn't sound like a Ponzi scheme to you, then then, you know, we might need to redefine Ponzi scheme. That's an exact that is exactly what a Ponzi scheme is.
1: Right. Yeah. No, you're and it. It's so counterintuitive, but that's the logic here because it's very easy to spend other people's money, and that's really what this comes down to. Chef, uh, you know, I, I I know, trust me, my wife and I saw some of the photos that you t- posted on Facebook recently, and both of us were thinking, God, I wish I was uh, out there and could go to a, a, one of your restaurants. We wish we could go to a slapfish, but if folks are interested, they can find you on the Internet. It's chefgruel.com, correct? You got it. And, again, Twitter, it's Chef Gruel. Andrew, I appreciate you as always. Thanks again for joining us this evening. And, uh, you know, if you want to throw something in a, uh, you know, freezer box or something and ship it out here, I will take it, brother, because your food looks fantastic.
0: Yeah, well, thank you very much. We'll, you'll be the first one we ship that fish. <laughs> Yeah, I'll
1: hold my breath. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye.
1: Why, why do I have a sneaking suspicion I'm not getting a slapfish dinner anytime soon? We'll be taking your calls at 845, but coming up after the break, Washburn University College Republican Chair Claudia Fury will join us to talk about her event, her organization held this week with Michael Knowles, and the attempts by the left to suppress free speech on the Washburn campus. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show. We'll be back right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.